Were you recording, Sam? I'm recording. <laughs> Just in case. I could play the theme music again if you need a sync point. It's, uh, no. Uh, I mean, I started recording before that. Okay, so, so we're good. We're good. So then, supposedly, uh, we're live on Facebook and wherever people watch things. So this is the Review Zoo. I am Andrew McDonald. And I'm joined tonight by the ever-illustrious, ever-fantastic, super-friend ve- of vegans everywhere, Sam Harper. Hi. Why am I the super-friend of the vegans? Because you were eating a, a vegan falafel or, or something a little while ago. And we are joined once more by our newest <laughs> member of the Review Zoo family, Edlin Gerard, the man with the stream and the computer and the screen. He is here Yo, tonight. yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy. <laughs> there you go. Sam, we gotta get you an arm for your microphone because Ed's only been here like two weeks and he's already like. Yeah, I'm ready to go, bro. He's yeah, laughing well, now. in the game. Uh, I think he was doing stuff before I came in, so like. <laughs> oh yeah, prob- I'm kind of new to this podcast. Probably. Podcast game. I mean, to be fair, Sam, we've done about 37 episodes before Ed got here. <laughs> yeah. And in my defense. No, they've been a fuck show. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they've been a shit show every episode. But you know what? We grow, we adjust the game, you know, we come out better and stronger each time. Exactly, exactly. And and now we're all here together doing things. For I I, I cast you all off into the the, the great big world without me and make you do things. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Mm. So, how was everybody's week? Uh, it's cool, I guess. It's hot as hell. Anyone notice that? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of noticed that. It, it is hot as balls. We just had some rain just now, and hopefully the humidity breaks. But yeah, had a pretty chill week. That's a Democrat myth. It doesn't heat doesn't exist. Oh really? It's just um, like I'm birds. Good. Like birds don't exist. And no, no, birds exist, and there are plenty of bees to go around for everyone. So it's just a myth. Mm. It's all a myth. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's hot, and this week has been uh, kind of whatever. But I did see Spider-Man last week, so that's great. Have you all seen it now? Yes. I've seen it? Mm, no. Oh, oh come I, on, man. Sam still hasn't before the, seen it. Before the week is out, I will see Spider-Man. Okay, for the third Scout's week. Scout's honor. We will talk about Spider-Man <laughs> in one more Dude, week. like, we've talked about Spider-Man. Oh, what have, else can we there, talk about there, Spider-Man? There's... There's some stuff, if you haven't seen, seen it now, that we could talk about, like, in the movie. Outside of, like, okay. the big, like, after credit stuff. It's actually, yeah, it, it's, it's a bit meaty. It's got some stuff in there. Alright, yeah. I uh, I will make sure that by next podcast I have seen the okay, movie. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, don't want to spoil some stuff for you, but it's a, it's a solid... Does NJ find out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? You saw that from the trailer, man. Stop. I mean, that, 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 was, that was in the trailer. Yeah, that was in the trailer. So yes, right, I couldn't but, help myself. Um, still, the way it happens is fine. And how can we talk about Peter's encounter with uh, a European prostitute? Ooh, let's not talk. Okay, let's, yeah, not, so let's not talk about that yet, Andrew. Yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's and, a special scene. And like, and like that, you got me. Oh. Hook, line, and sinker. Before you had my interest. Now you have my attention. Now you have my attention. There you go. go. Well, uh, anyway, Spider-Man. Enough being creepy. Totally excellent. 
I'd just like to say to Mike Smith, you're wrong. It's much better than Spider-Man 3. So, nuts to that. Well, we can agree on that. Well, our, our fellow podcasters at the Mike and Mike go to the movie show. Uh, their current, I think, Spider-Man um, best Spider-Man movie lineup was something like Spider-Man 2, Spy- Into the Spider-Verse, or no, it was actually Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man... You know, you know what's upsetting Spider-Man me? Far From Home? Yeah. And then... See, no, it's all Spider-Man bad, man. Too. It's all bad, man. Basically, he that, said he got some grief. If you listen to their latest episode of Mike and Mike Go to the Movies, he, he got some grief himself from saying that, he said. And I was like, deservedly so. Way to be edgy, Mike. <laughs> well, his excuse was that... Um, edgy and untrue. He felt it was a bit too safe. As opposed to the Raimi ones he felt were a little more... I guess left safe. I guess he. I don't know, he felt these were safe. Like they didn't go far enough. Like they could have gone more and done more. I don't know. Like I said, listen to their podcast. They're smart, funny guys, mm-hmm. and we like them. So that's that's all there is to it. But moving on to our topics at hand, we're gonna start with movies. <laughs> Yay! Because we already started with movies. Talking about Spider Man. Yeah. Um, and the first thing up seems to be uh, Kingsman. The Kingsman. The Kingsman, exactly. So, the Kingsman franchise is getting a new movie. A prequel, because everyone loves prequels more than actual films. But in this case, it actually looks okay, because it's Kingsman. Um, anyone want to take this one and talk this one? Uh, the trailer looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It looks like a pre-war. It looks like a normal war flick, flesh with you know the Kingsman's kind of flair. It definitely seems se- more serious than the other two movies, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, seeing as that we're going with Galahad. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean Harry. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, like this is him growing up in the ranks as becoming a Kingsman and like seeing how like the war is really fought, you know, by you know, and s- saving the world proper and all that stuff. Makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, I thought it looked really cool too. I think we really need this. Actually, we needed a prequel. Um, at some point during this series because, I mean, where did they come from? You know, how did the Kingsmen start? Like, I, I kind of wanted to know all that stuff, and I'm kind of glad that we're getting this movie. Um, but the trailer was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. It, it felt grittier. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like the first Kingsman movie was really awesome. The second one was kind of out there, you know? It was a little, a little too little much. Yeah, and this one is, feels like a return to form a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm usually not excited for prequels. Um, they, I don't know, I just feel like sometimes I don't care about knowing the story that came before. Especially when sometimes they do a really good job of kind of, you know, telling you that story. Like, it's just kind of like, eh, I, don't, I don't really care. Um, in this case, it actually looks like it's decent. It looks like it takes place far enough back, since it looks like it's set in the 1900s, the early 1900s, because they're fighting people like mm. Rasputin, and it's tied to potentially World War One. So, you know, that doesn't wait. That doesn't math. Harry's not that old. Well, we're not certain it's Harry. 
Yeah, I don't think it is. This is actually taking place in the early 1900s. The King's Man is about a collection of history's worst villains like Rasputin coming together to plan a war that could wipe out millions of people. It's unclear whether this war is tied to World War One or whether it's something bigger. The Duke of Oxford, Ralph Fiennes, and his new protege, Conrad Harris Dickinson, have to stop together have to work together to stop this threat. Leads to the creation of the Secret Service Agency, otherwise known as the Kingsman. So this is not Galahad. This is maybe before him. And potentially a little bit after World War One. Interesting. Mm. But I mean this is definitely the beginning of yeah. The Kingsman. Oh no, it definitely is, and that's maybe the round the table, I'm kind perhaps. Of because they haven't, they haven't told this story. It's like it's like Star Trek. Like Discovery is there, and that sounds interesting. And I kind of want to watch it, and I've watched a few episodes, and they were good. But this only takes place maybe what fifty years before Kirk or something like that. It's not like a massive amount of time before Kirk. So I'm like, I don't really need to hear this story because I've heard right. the story of Archer, who's like a hundred years before Kirk. So like. Uh, this middle ground kind of stuff. It's probably not even 50 years, because Captain Pike is in it. And Captain Pike is right before Kirk. So it's probably almost like 10 years, maybe, or something. Yeah, my friend D would know. Yeah. So, needless to say, uh, I'm more excited for this. Um, the Kingsman movie, again, looks like a Kingsman movie. It looks awesome. It's just kind of pre-war, pre-tech, cool stuff. And it is coming out... February 14th, do th- 2020. Do you think they're going to be like, there's still going to be like hmm. anal jokes and stuff? Or it's going to be too serious for that? Was there an anal joke in both Kings movies? I believe so. Well, then I think anal jokes are just a part of the Kingsman movie franchise. You have to make them. Yeah. Huh. It's like okay. making a dick joke in an Austin Powers movie about a giant flying dick in the air. You have to do it. Wang! Uh, that looks like a giant. Uh, <laughs> you mean the thing that's small like a shark shaves Agent Johnson <laughs> it looks it looks like my husband's shaft okay. they need to make um, another Austin Powers but. they were supposed to funny enough they oh. were gonna it was gonna star Seth Green and it was gonna be like he ran it was gonna be 10 years after I think Austin a gold three. member yeah Austin yeah. 3 and he was running like a tech company that was actually secretly an evil company an evil but tech it, company Yes, an evil tech company. Very good. Because remember, people can see us now. So, All right, mm-hmm. Pinky. We can do things, and people can see us, and then we have to explain them to listeners. And I think I heard a cat. Again. Yeah, you know, I sh- <laughs> well, it's not in the room, but like, funny enough, that cat could play Mr. Bigglesworth. Oh, there you go. Mr. Bigglesworth. And no one. Mini-me, if you died, I don't know what I'd do. Well, actually, I know what I'd do. I'd make another clone, but there would definitely be 18 minutes where I just need to be alone. I'd be inconsolable. <laughs> then I'd get a new clone. Yeah. Which could be a whole subplot in itself, because uh, he's dead now. Um, uh, sorry, yeah. Vern. We miss you. All right. R.I.P. Well, moving on to more movie news and things that I didn't expect to see coming this week. Hey, do you like Thor? Do you want more Thor? Guess what? Yeah. Why? Uh, obviously, we all we all do want th- more Thor. Are you kidding me? I mean, is, isn't that weird now? Like that right. wasn't what I said right. like, five years ago. Look, it's I, not what I said. I enjoyed the first movie. 
Okay. I enjoyed the first movie. I didn't think it was like you know award winning or anything like that. I none of them are, but um, the first movie was awesome, and the second yeah. movie was kind of crap, but it needed to be made. Kind of crap. Kinda? Yeah, it was crap. It was crap. It was crap. I don't have okay, anything to about that. Through the universe. It, it, it was okay. awful. It was so way too serious. It was awful. And yeah. then the third movie just blew Darcy my freaking mind. Meow meow. So I like that. Right. Yeah, meow meow. Yeah, we didn't have Cat Depp. That was the one thing that I did I did want from the old Thor movies that was not in Thor 3. We did not get Cat Demings. There's a possibility she could be back in 4. They're back on Earth. Maybe. Okay. Well, well maybe. Thor isn't. Thor's oh, no, not. He's right. in fucking... As Guardian of the Galaxy, yeah, man. Because mm-hmm. that would definitely help. Because like he can't talk to Jane. Mm-hmm. It would work because he can't talk to Jane. So maybe she comes and she's actually a researcher now, and she's like, "I'll help you do the science stuff." Right. But like, he she won't fall for him because she's you know not gonna fall for him. Well, to be fair, right now they have Thor with the Guardians. This doesn't mean Thor four has to take him with the Guardians. He could just be with the Guardians and Guardians three, depending on which one comes out first. That, that makes and then drop him back on Earth. Um, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. I mean, New Midgard is on is on Earth, we so why not? Echoing, or I might be echoing. That's what my wife is telling me. So that's fantastic. That's what happens when you have a partnership, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Yeah. They let you know if you're echoing good, or you're live streaming. Good feedback. Yes. Very Not the good type of feedback, feedback that we want, but but thank no. you. No, not the type we want. Not sure why I'm echoing. Hopefully it's not terrible for everything or everyone and if it is terrible hopefully it's just for the video people watching because <laughs> uh, then at least we can put the podcast up without a problem um, that's true i guess i have to talk less so you guys <laughs> talk um four four what do you want to see so <clears throat> what do i want to see i mean look we talked about this before about there's probably not going to be an infinity gauntlet you know possibility of a cosmic cube maybe um i mean there's got to be some cosmic elements to what happens in thor 4 because i mean he's still out there unless of course this movie does happen after the next guardians movie um like i said we don't know but what i want to see i mean i'd love to see beta ray bill yes um i i'd love to see some and hopefully by the time this movie comes out we get an injection of some fox um properties whether it's x-men or whatever you know i'd love to see fantastic four because you know they go out into space sometimes galactus um i don't know i'd like to see a lot of things to be honest with you but i i got i got faith in marvel we'll see what happens cool cool sam uh beta ray bill is almost a must at this point because they're going more cosmic, so bring out an alien. Uh, maybe we can be weird and show us old man Thor, like, you know, King Thor, or maybe, like, a younger Thor, so we get, like, the, a brash Thor working with a thing Thor, so it's two Thors, Thors bouncing off of each other, so you have the Thor who was before he grabbed Mick, before he held, uh, Mew Mew, and after, and, like, the Thor that we have now, and then basically, like, you know, almost like, I can't believe I was such an asshole! Or that kind of stuff. Or 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 Jane is worthy. Jane is worthy. To Jane. That's, that's, Does that's a Natalie Portman want to come back though? Although his hammer well, it's gone technically. 
it's not worthy. It's not a worthiness thing anymore. That was a spell that Odin put on it. So mm-hmm. the new hammer he has is like his he super axe. Doesn't thing. have a hammer though. He just has an axe. He's always had the axe. He has, yeah, on well, he has always had the axe as of you know, Infinity War. But now, but he had the axe from when he was a kid. So to, oh, okay, you're thinking Stormbringer. I'm sorry, I'm thinking like his axe from the comic books. That like no Jabba Jabba something another Jabba Jabba or something. Or something. Jawborn. Yeah, that's the actual. Whatever. Anyway, I think Jamie Worthy could be cool. I don't know if Natalie Portman would come back, but I definitely watch it. I, I would not watch it. She does cool shit with the with the. I mean, uh, look, if Tyke is involved, I'm gonna watch it. Um, he did such a great job with the third one. So, um, yes. I don't know. See what happens. Hmm. Okay. Team ups with Valkyrie again because you know, as Queen of Asgard, she's gonna need to do some stuff, and he is a still a son of Asgard, and he's probably gonna be like. I need my defender to go out and take care of stuff while I sit here and protect, you know, new Midgard, new Asgard. So mm, go out yeah. there and work as an agent of Asgard. I almost thought Angela being introduced could be good as a sister. I thought about it, but I don't think that's another sister? Yeah, that, that was... Another sister? That's what my wife brought up to me when I said it to her. And she's like, he already had a sister. And I was like, oh, yeah. They did kind of do that already. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think that's gonna work, which kind of sucks. But who knows? They could bring it another way. Enchantress. We can also bring Enchantress into it. Ooh, maybe that'd be cool. Maybe with better a build them. Is Loki alive? I mean, I mean technically. He's getting but a yeah. Too. I mean, because like Loki is a Loki alive in? Wait, so that timeline still becomes our timeline. No? Yeah, but. From what we saw of the tease for the Loki TV show, I think it takes place in the past. Yeah. Like in the 70s or something? Mm-hmm. I, I, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. going all over the place. He might be popping up everywhere. Right. So it may not... Um, it may be just like Loki time. So it may not even be the current Loki, or it could be the current Loki somehow using the Tesseract and bouncing through time. Which... Wait... Okay. Good, we're back. We're back. Uh, So we had a little break for an ad while we fixed some technical difficulties. Probably not all of them. Probably some other ones. But hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, just gonna go press on. We're gonna do these things. Yeah. So let's jump to a later topic. Let's jump to something that makes everyone happy. Hey, are you of the Caucasian persuasion and find yourself agreeing with Donald Trump frequently? Well, then we have something that'll excite you. A new James Bond may be coming, or at least a new 007. And guess what? Just like the Little Mermaid, like the Little Mermaid, it's here to ruin your day because it's a black woman. Uh. Okay, there you go. That's my segue. One of you guys take this so I don't echo too much. (laughs) Ed, you want this one or no? Uh, I'll take it. It's fine. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, this is very cool and everything, um, but I just don't see it lasting too long because, I guess the uh, Ian Fleming is right, the creator of James Bond, Ian Fleming, yeah. yep. right? That estate um, has had a serious issue with changing what James Bond or 007 should look like. So I think this is mainly for story purposes. And um, I got a feeling that it probably will last 
the entire movie, and that's it. Like, going forward, I don't see anybody else besides a white, blue-eyed, Caucasian male playing James Bond. It's unfortunate, but, you know, if Idris Elba couldn't do it, you know, why is it going to happen here? So, I don't know. What do you think, Sam? So, it's Lashana Lynch. I I hope I'm saying her name right. And um, she was in Captain Marvel, which I liked her in Captain Marvel. She was cool. Uh, it's nice to have... Um, they're back and forth. They sound like genuine friends. Like, I really liked it, and she seemed really like a cool mom. Also, I have a feeling that the daughter might end up being Spectrum or Miss Marvel. But, you know, the black one, the one with the Spectrum powers? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but that's neither here nor... That's a different podcast. The but, first um, yeah. real Captain Female Marvel. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that one. Anyway, she was. Uh, it's just simple fact. Captain yeah, Marvel, the female version, was first her. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Just didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. Anyway, uh, but she, from what I'm gathering, she's going to be playing 007, the agent, and not actually James Bond. But like a lot of people on Twitter were not happy with the, her of playing course. James Bond. Like, super not happy. Like, I gotta have to get off the internet because it was getting really toxic for, like, no reason. And, like, well, of it was course just it's getting really toxic. Everything that's being touched is just turning black. I don't, First, a well, little mermaid. A Danish mermaid with red hair and fair skin. She's a mermaid. Now, she, she's a, but she's a mermaid, though. She's a, she's a mermaid. Seven, a you know there's no mermaids, number. right? given to secret agents who work in Britain is going to be a black woman. Okay, so like, one, the 00 agents, they're like a secret agent's part of the MI6 thing, so this title 007 can be bestowed upon anyone. In fact, oh, I know in, in, in one of the James Bond games, I believe, he got killed. Like, that was the mission. 007 got killed in a training mission, and then you replaced him as the character playing the new 007. So it's not like it hasn't happened before. Maybe it's in a video game and that's not a good enough media, but it effing happened. Uh, two, it like Ed said, this is definitely one of those things where she brings him back for this one mission, and she probably dies. Like yes. there, she's probably just gonna die. I and I don't want her to die. I would love for her to stay and then bring it up because Daniel Craig has said multiple times that he doesn't want to do this because I'm pretty sure he wants to eat bread again. But yes. like they just keep throwing more money at him, and he's all like, "But how big can my house really be?" So he just keeps doing it. Um, they're not gonna replace him. Right? They look. The best chance we had was Idris Elba, and they everyone kind of balked at that too. So we're not; she's not staying 007. But M- what? Like the, but, huh? What if they're leaning into the 007 theory? What's that theory? Oh yes. The 007 no, theory is that all the James Bonds in all the movies have never been the same James Bonds, but that when yes. you become 007, your cover title is James Bond. That's the yes. name you go by. Yes. So, all right. So we're gonna have some sort of James Bond super team like later on down the well, road. Well, that was, the idea was originally the idea would be that like in one movie you would have one of the James Bonds go rogue, and at least one of them would have to go after him and stop him. And the idea was probably like Sean Connery's was gonna be the bad one who went rogue finally and turned on everyone. No, it's Pierce. It's totally Pierce. Okay, we're Pierce. Toads, but if any of them go bad, it will never be Sean. It will be Pierce. Sean is too. Uh, that's too obvious. Pierce would be the perfect one. You show you show as many of them as alive as possible, 
and then you think it makes it think it's Sean because Sean is the one who goes rogue and they try to catch him and like Daniel Craig's doing all his kung fu and Sean just like let me show you how we did it in old school he hits him in the head with a pipe and then like yeah. turns out <laughs> it's actually Pierce they're like oh my god <laughs> and like Pierce is all it shoots M like in cold blood and like smacks around money penny and like my money penny was better Psh. Yeah, I mean, I guess that goes for pretty much all the characters, right, Andrew? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, There's only a few that are the same throughout Mon- the series. Money Penny, Money Penny. Uh, we're talking about M. Uh, who else? They're, Q. They've already established M can be replaced. They never, and we yeah, never really. M hear has about been replaced, and so is Q. Times. Yeah. So, like, but like, I think Money Penny thing- was pretty s- stable for a couple movies too, honestly. But, but that means we've had multiple villains of the same name as well. Have we? There's been a, yeah, because we yeah. had this was last one was Blofeld. Yeah, and Blofeld's a big one. So yeah, that's possible. Oh, I mean, it could be Blofeld's kid. Mm, I mean, they're saying Blofeld may be back in this one as the same person again. Um, no, mm-hmm. he can't be. I don't know. He may be back. I don't know. Or maybe Blofeld is also an agent name. Ooh. I mean, they're going up against a rogue agency technically, so. Yeah, Spectre, when, right? Spectre. Started by former MI6 people, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, from what I understand, it's a bunch of... Because I think Blofeld was one. Right. I, I haven't seen Spectre. That was the only one I haven't seen. People told me it would break my heart, so... I didn't watch it. Spectre was amazing. Really? Because I have friends who said they walked out of the theater. Nah, I thought it was great. I mean, uh, it was... If they had to cap it off there... I mean, they could have, and I would have been fine with it. Hmm. Okay. So I, w- I will watch it. I'll see what happens. Yeah. I trust you, Ed. Well, then we'll see. But um, I will do it in the next podcast and realize if our friendship is in fact a lie. <laughs> oh, well, could be a lie. There is a new James. There is a new 007. So we'll see what happens. But it's coming out April eighth. 2020 and Sam says hi because he saw you creeping in the background. My wife is creeping by. I don't know if You're we're still live. live streaming. Oh, we are still You're live streaming. Well, there you go. Oh, we're still live streaming. Okay. Yeah, we got to change the title to this. To, oh, we're still live streaming. Oh, we're still great. live streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Turn the episode to Oh, we're still live streaming. Yeah. And hopefully I'm not echoing for people that much somewhere. And if we am, then we're going to take like another night and just like test this till it's right. Because. Um, Podcasting and streaming is hard, y'all. I don't know what's going on. It's just hard. Yeah. These little kids make it look easy on their yeah. Twitch. And They're struggling mixer. out here in these streets. Saying, yeah. We old men, man. We can't. We don't know how to do all this hippity hoppity, streamity, weemity stuff. You know, we guys are still before. We're not, we're not even 40 yet. I mean, not that 40 is old, but we're not even 40 yet. So we need to just tone know. that down just a smidge. You, I mean, give it, hey, w- watch. It's going to accelerate for you. Just going to wake up one day and it's going to be like, oh. Andrew, you yeah. are a Picard fan, right? I am a Picard fan. He did not get popping until his four, until he was 49. Yeah, but no, he had like no, the no, best no. medicine and like all that stuff in Starfleet. Like he's like 90 and still rocking it. I know. That's We're great. not going to be 90 and still rocking it. started at 49. He started at 49. We haven't gotten to the Starfleet point on Earth 
we're still in that part before like the eugenics wars and like the stuff that happened before the wrath of Khan. We're in the bad times. Like Elon Musk has literally just took, announced that he has the neural link working. He's going to put wires in your brain and connect it to a microchip. That Man. means in 20 to 25 years, we can upload our consciousness into a computer and then we can survive till past the eugenics war. To show, you know what's going to happen? We're going to upload our brains to a computer and it's going to be like the Russian version of FaceApp. They're just going to put us to work in the digital mines. We're going to be down there nah, getting digital shekels for the Russians and they're going to be using Jupiter. it to do their crazy stuff. Nah, man, we're gonna be on like satellites, checking out the universe, seeing black holes from like a super powerful lens. They're gonna use gonna our brains awesome. to power Elam, to, to power Vladimir Putin's, uh, I don't know, next 50 years of his life. No, he's gonna get his brain uploaded in a, in, into a computer too. Even worse, he'll be there. Even yeah. worse. Putin oh. is forever. Uh-huh. <sighs> All right, well. Moving on. Some Damn, Marvel news. Fun. I know. <laughs> Some Marvel news. We have Shang-Chi. And who wants to talk about that one? Ooh, go for it, Sam. I like Shang-Chi. Okay, so as a, you know, a black dude, I'm totally qualified to talk about this. So Shang-Chi. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Um, China is super excited that Shang-Chi is happening. As you know, China is one of their bigger uh, is one of the bigger bases for uh, Marvel movies, just as much as the United States. A lot of our, a lot of the fact that uh, Marvel movies have gotten to billions is because China has given it a huge push. They're big fans of it, and even though they don't have Twitter, there's been a lot of hashtags on their uh, Weibo. Their Weibo. It's I think it's, it's their version of social media. It's yeah, like it's Weibo, their Twitter. It's uh, yeah, Weibo. W e i b o. Weibo. Right. Yeah, they've been trending a lot of Shanghai stuff, and they're at, they're um, Marvel apparently has put out a casting call for uh, for the lead Shanghai uh, Shang Chi, and they want they are in the requirements. This person has to be of Chinese descent. They can't be anything else. They have to be of Chinese descent. So they're really going for the uh, the to be as authentic as possible for this character. And again, they keep bringing up this character from. Um, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, the Power Rangers movie, mm-hmm. the the guy who played the Black Ranger so as yeah. the, one of the lead guys, and a lot of people like that idea. I personally do too. So let's 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 go, Lulu. You know, sounds like a plan. Um, Donnie Yen is already uh, I, I think is almost officially attached to it, and for an undisclosed role, which I think he's going to end up being, you know, villain the Mandarin. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. It's Wait, Donnie Yen. I think you think they're going to change the name or not? Nah? No, hell's no. It's Marvel. They already use the Mandarin. They're going to use it again. They know they can get away with it. They used it once, and they had a white guy behind it. They can get it around with a, with a you know, guy let's, of Chinese descent now. Let's continue the trend and get Keanu Reeves on board. How about that? You know? Let's just add him to this awesomeness. I mean, he's... He is. He is. I'm not saying he, play? he plays... It's just a character in general. Just, just add some star power to this, man. I know, but here's the thing: I don't want Shang. See, Marvel has this nasty habit of killing their villains, and like, or cat and side characters. I don't want them to do that. I want Keanu Reeves to be in the Marvel universe for a while. So we need to find the right role for him, like well, Adam what, Warlock. So what? What is he rumored for right now? Eternals. He's, they don't know what the fuck. They've been trying to get him for like everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I say Adam it. Warlock because that hair. But they will and, kill him. They kill Adam Warlock all the time. 
but they can kill him like they kill Vision in the thing. They give him a they give him a bunch of movies to be in, and then they kill him in the big the big lead up in the la- in the next for the next one in ten years. Dude, he's not gonna age. Adam Long's whole thing now. He like just dies and comes back like randomly, all over the place. He becomes the final villain. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like you know, a hero. So then you want it to be Magus instead of Adam Warlock. No, he become he starts as Adam Warlock, then becomes Magus. Oh, Magus is a separate person, so he's got to be separate. No, I mean like or cloned. So those same character. Magus is basically what happens when Adam Warlock removes all negative emotions and evil from himself. It just mm. splits off and becomes that yeah. a whole other entity. Just like how they all. Like I mean, they look kind of similar, not exact. It's just like when he got rid of all the good from his body, too. It became another entity called the Goddess or something. And then it tried to, like, make everyone in the universe worship it and be healthy and good. But it was making everyone worship it to be healthy and good, kind of. Yeah. Do you think Keanu Reeves is a better actor than Lindsay Lohan? uh, Yes. uh, Yes. Okay. So then, I think he could play. Yeah, I think he could play two roles. I know he could play two roles. Like I get, he can do that. But yes, although if you're saying the Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan was better back then than she is now. But still, do you think he's better? You think he's better than a young Lindsay Lohan? I think he is better than a child. Yes. Okay, (laughs) I mean, you told me John Cena's coaching. Hosting, are you smarter than a five year or fifth grader? And sometimes the kid, sometimes adults ain't. And that's yes, the sad this is true. This is true. That's but a John Cena point. also speaks Mandarin, so there you go. John Cena spoke Mandarin. No, he doesn't. He lived it. Yes, yes. Because yeah, he, he was does. in China. He was no, in China. No, 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 no. John Cena spoke Mandarin before he got that movie in China. Uh, like, the whole impressed. thing with WWE is they will pay for you to learn any damn language you want and get you a coach and teach you so you can appeal to any audience. And John Cena chose Mandarin. Because that's money. Oh, Why yeah. wouldn't he? Like, I mean, he, yeah, he, people was probably paid, thought if, if he's a jock. For it, I'll learn anything. Yeah, people probably thought he's a jock. He's kind of dumb. He's, yeah, John but... Cena's never seemed dumb. He no. seemed ill-advised. He never seemed dumb. Yeah, At like, one time, he was, he was the fat chick thriller, that? but that's about it. Hey... Rapping is what got him to where he is today. It was never ill-advised. <laughs> Rapping almost got him shot by Jay-Z. Remember that? When he was mocking Jay-Z during a WrestleMania? Look, the only reason... Okay, if one, if Jay-Z shot someone, that would have been stupid for him because that would have no. that would have actually given John Cena straight rap cred because he got shot by an established rapper. John, first off, Jay-Z doesn't shoot anyone. He has them shot. That's Two... Unless you're going to get close to John... If you're going to shoot John Cena from far away, John Cena gets his hands on you, you die. Because he's John Cena. Not John Cena back then. He was thin as hell. I think he was thin as hell as compared to some wrestlers we're looking at. Compared to an average person, John Cena was a brick shithouse. He was unbreakable. Yeah, except bullets. Except bullets, though. I'm sure Vince had the best security. The whole thing is, I'm pretty sure... (laughs) Pretty sure he's got the best security. I mean, if you are like one of the top guys making the money, hells yeah. I'm pretty sure. He wasn't at the time. No one was going to be stabbing Hulk Hogan in the 80s because they thought he was uh, 
teaming up with the Iron Sheik. Vince, that was his bread and fucking butter. That shit That's wasn't true. happening. I know, yeah. but John Cena at the time wasn't that big. Like, John he was Cena a, was, once he started rapping, he was getting there. He wasn't I mean, like. He was one of the biggest heels ever. Yeah. yeah. Once he started what? rapping, he was getting there. He was he was selling merchandise and making money. And I know, but he wasn't like super, like he wasn't like the mega star. He was not even the top three. I believe he was like in the top five, top ten, five, top eight by then. Mm. That's around the time I fell off wrestling. That's he was, literally he was pretty time. high because outside of that, I can only think of Triple H and maybe The Undertaker at that point who were like tops in the company. You know, The Rock and Stone Cold and all that had already left. So it was kind of Cena as the tweener. But nonetheless, that's probably only because either I forget how the story went that Jay Z backed out at last minute or some big rapper backed out at last minute because they Jay-Z. wanted. Yeah, they wanted a rap battle against a big rapper, and then like they were all signed up to do it, and then they stopped because they realized if John Cena drops at least one decent verse on a rapper at a massive event like WrestleMania, it'll be jokes for life. So Cena did what he had to do. He dropped jokes because no one showed. It's live entertainment, man. Suck it up, buttercup. Word life. <laughs> it's, it's fun watching you try to do that. It's basic thugonomics. It's okay. I've got it. Basic thugonomics. Wow, I forgot about thugonomics. Where's the chain? That's right. I... <laughs> you brought that on. See, you know, I, I've been thinking about, I've been doing a lot of studying on mental health, and I hear that, you know, the brain sometimes makes you forget things to to save you. And it's called repressed memories. <laughs> yeah. That was a repressed memory. And you brought it back. Fuckonomics. Yeah. We let him do that. I'm going to get the we actual song. I'm going to get the, the, the full. He actually just did it last WrestleMania. You he came back out, and he, like, was John Cena of Thugonomics, the no, doctor you know, of Thugonomics. Look, last episode, like 10 episodes ago, you played Macho Man's rap, rap album where he did a diss track against the Hulk. And I now mean, you're going to try to bring back Thugonomics. No, we cannot be the It was the titular so- track, Be a Man, Hulk. Stop. Don't be scared. Stop. I feel as though we'll get put in a category of like wrestling rap videos on podcasts, and I don't want to be famous for that. So stop. So stop. <laughs> You know now because you've reminded me of Macho Man. I'm gonna have to get that and put that on the soundboard now. You know, you, you guys probably can't see this, but I'm dropping I'm dropping gold into our live feed every time we talk <laughs> about these subjects. So, uh, okay, that's great. That's great. Oh, okay, that's awesome. We're still that's, live. Yeah, we that's so, right. We are still live. So moving live on streaming. to uh, TV. Oh no, we have no TV this week. Well, oh no, we do. We have a little bit. Um, no, we. Wait, didn't you skip like something? I feel like you skipped no, something. No, we skipped. Oh. Yeah, Birds of Prey. Last movie thing, because this is obviously going on long. But Birds of Prey. Um, it's going to get fucked over. There Wait. are reports that the Birds of Prey movie or the emancipation of Harley Quinn um, may have some set problems because it's a Warner Brothers uh, movie. But basically, uh, they've done some test screenings and audiences have walked away impressed. 
but it seems that Warner Brothers, the studio, isn't quite pleased with the current cut of the film, and now there's worry they may get involved, get their hands all over it, and it'll be another Justice League. They're gonna meddle. DC can't help themselves. Warner Brothers can't, I mean, Warner Brothers can't help themselves. They gotta meddle. They're gonna meddle. It's it's their nature. It's our fight business. It's a good movie, so they have to make it a bad movie. Because then people will go see it. Profit. Yeah, I mean, I think we're just so used to this at this point. Um, I mean, once I heard this, I was just like, okay. I mean, it's the same old Warner Brothers. They ruined Justice League. They ruined... I think they ruined Suicide Squad as well, right? Oh, yes. Somewhat. Yeah, no. Right? No, they got somewhat. Their totally what? Yeah, like, people said it felt like two movies smushed together because one half of it was the original movie and the other half right. was what the dark version that Marvel Warner wanted in. Right, they I heard got, that too. Oh, wait, and no. It, they wanted to make it funny or some shit like that. So, yeah. half dark, half yeah. funny? Right. I, I, they want to follow, basically, the Marvel... They wanted formula. Guardians of the Galaxy. For Guardians, yes. exactly, and, and it's just not where I don't know who's making those decisions at Warner Brothers, where they're just looking at these movies and just like, all right, well, I know what a good film is, and it has to be what Marvel's doing. Um, so yeah, let's do it that way. It's already and, been said that the people who were in the Warner Brothers executives, like Mad Magazine, got canceled. They didn't even know they were probably still publishing Mad Magazine, and wondered why they were. They had no clue. They had no clue. Like. I've said it a thousand times. The people running one of those have no respect for the comic division. It is just a thing there that they can tap into every couple of years and make a Batman movie and pump some cash into the company. Right. That's it. Right. The rest right of it they could care less about. Right now we're going through a, a reboot, rebranding, or whatever you want to call it, of pretty much all of their um, DC properties. And streaming and, properties. And, and streaming other. properties. It's just... I, Look what happened to Swamp Thing. What the hell happened to that? Yeah, 10 episodes. It's been pretty well reviewed, and that's all it's getting. It's done. It got canceled before it even really got off the ground. It got canceled, it I think, by the end of the I first episode, good. pretty much, yeah. But I think by the time the first one aired, it got canceled. Um, so, yeah, it's... Yeah, Warner Brothers is the equivalent of Sony in the 90s when they bought Spider-Man. And they basically said, oh, if you pay us $10 million, you can get all the Marvel characters. And Sony was like, who the fuck would want anyone but besides Spider-Man? Yeah, but, you know, in that instance, Sony had a few Spider-Man gems. Warner oh, Brothers. Oh, no, they did. It's really just... Say, what, Shazam, maybe, was a good movie? No, it was. Oh, Wonder, that was a great Wonder movie. Woman. Wonder Woman. Aquaman. So they've had maybe three. Aquaman. Funny enough... Three characters that are very prominent in the Flashpoint storyline. Yeah, but they're not going to do Flashpoint. Have you not oh been listening, God. Sam? They're not going to do any Sam, of this stuff. Oh my gosh! You could kill. You could take out all the. You could burn out all the dead wood, and just keep those characters so they survive the Flashpoint and recast everyone else, and everything will be fine. You can they're go full. It's literally the, in case of emergency, pull lever. That's the lever they could pull. In case of emergency, I think they're just going to sell to Disney. I'll take that too. I'll take that too. You know what I've been pushing since like day one of this podcast? Mm -hmm. I want a Marvel and DC fusion. 
I want a perfect comic DC universe. Mm-hmm. And that's what they will give me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they have a, a master plan like that to do anything with these characters crossing over yeah. again. They're not. They're not, little not. If this happens in ten years, if it happens in ten years, it is way too fucking long. <laughs> if, it happens if in anyone, five years, sure. If, if any, if anybody's watching this live, I'm putting a picture of a hamster on a wheel right next to Sam because he's speaking, but. WB isn't listening. They're not listening. <laughs> okay? They're not listening. You're doing the same thing over and over again. They're just not listening. Okay. Alright, so moving on to TV. We're gonna just uh, knock these two out real fast, which is Games of Thrones. You know, that thing everyone loved up to about six months ago and now no one no one cares anymore. Um, hey, look. Uh, the showrunners for it aren't going to Comic-Con after all. What? Yeah. So, they were supposed to show up at Comic-Con, and if you remember from a previous podcast, there was talks from the Free Folk, our Free Folk uh, subreddit, that they were going to do a number of heinous things to them because of how bad the Game of Thrones was. Not like, you know, physical violence or nothing, but like, they were going to be in the audience, They some of them were going to dress up as a character and do shame bells, some of them were going to boo, they were going to ask them questions about what the frick they were doing, did they actually purposely fuck up the, not give a fuck about the last season just so because they got the rights to make Star Wars, a bunch of, a bunch of stuff. And now they're just not going to show up. And, um, I think is a punk move, that's what I personally think because people should be able to tell you that you did a bad job. Um, especially if they've put eight years of their lives, nine years of their lives into a show. But, you know, that's just my opinion. But the show got 32 nominations for Emmys. So, you know, what do I know? You know, apparently people think this is worth 32 Emmy nominations, you know? So, uh, uh, I agree with you, man. That that is a punk move. I I can't understand something like that. Um, I'm I, I, that's actually the first time I'm hearing this. Thirty two uh, Emmy nominations, by the way, and I'm not really shocked. But I, um, I am. But honestly, not showing up. That's I don't know. I'm losing respect day after day. Yeah, they're not doing great. I think. You know what might actually happen, and this will be one of those moments where all the geek community comes together to like do something to show that they actually have power. They might tank the next Star Wars movie that they hope the the movie that they produce direct. They might tank it just on that. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like you get some Rotten Tomatoes flooding of bad reviews, like fuck the directors and stuff. Yeah, like they might. Like I think they might actually tank this movie in response. In response, and then where do we go from there? Uh, honestly, they should. To be honest with you, I mean the power's in the fans' hands, so just just do it. Just now, tank was it, it a movie or was it um, like a new series after this like final one is over? I think it's a movie. I think they get the they get they're gonna make the next trilogy. So then that makes me think. Are we certain they're really gonna make? I guess they're doing work on it right now, primarily, so they're probably gonna get it. But you know, I kind of wonder if it's uh, not quite right, Yokis. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, the the microphone just came apart in my hands. So. I see that. Oh yes. no! Yes. 
That's a, I mean, you can great. probably just rest it somewhere. It would probably pick up since it's coming through the top. Uh, actually, I've been coming from my laptop since Ed told me that he couldn't hear me. I've been recording through my laptop since. So. Well, okay. That's what I kind of figured probably happened last time. I may have to find you a new microphone, Sam. Yeah. Oh, oh. Ed, Ed had a, Amazon. Ed had or, a fancy know. one he got the other day that seemed relatively affordable. He sounds fantastic. Nah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna go buy myself a microphone stand tomorrow. Right, we, can, do. we can help you figure that out. Um, but yeah, three or two nominations. That happens uh, maybe yesterday, two days ago. So that was um, a thing that happens t- this week in TV. Also, Paper Girls, a comic book series, is getting a TV show. Sam is very happy, so that's all you, man. Ed, have you ever read Paper Girls? No, I haven't. Check out Paper Girls, please. Have I. I will. I will. It is an amazing story. It is really good. It's right now, since uh, some things have just ended, probably my top three comics that I'm currently reading. It's definitely got a Stranger Things feel, but it's way more sci-fi, and it's, like, super awesome. And it just stars four girls who have a paper route, and, like, they get into some wild stuff. Like... Mm wild so amazon taking it over you know shout out to them for always like giving a shot to comic books because they're giving us the boys we're gonna get an incredible invincible um animated series so yeah i like this i think this is cool yeah i mean um amazon's really pumping out some obscure stuff which but i'm kind of liking it a lot you know um i didn't start the boys yet um so that's gonna be next in my uh, I thought it did. No, oh. did it not no, come out? I think it's soon. The 29th. Yeah. The 29th of July. Okay. okay, very yeah. soon. Very soon. All right. So uh, I'm gonna check that out, and then um, honestly, if this is coming to Amazon, then I'm kind of hyped. I'm gonna yeah. check it out. You know, they've been doing a lot of good work. So um, yeah. And now that I'm reading the description, this totally sounds like something I'm surprised took this long to come out, since it basically looks like Stranger Things, but girls as the main tarot characters yeah cool have you read paper girls i have okay. not but now i want to read you it have it no no i never read it but now i, I want to read it reading the description i okay so funny story that ties to this we were at comic-con together mm-hmm. like i, I want to say i forget the last time we were at comic-con like maybe two two years ago three years ago m- maybe yeah but th- we actually passed by the image booth mm-hmm. and they were like you know they're hawking their stuff and like the one of the ladies there, I do not remember who she was. It was just like I, I forget her name or everything. But she was holding the graphic novel for Paper Girls, and she was just like, "Do you want to buy issue of Paper Girls?" Like I haven't read it. It's like he's like, "Do you like sci-fi?" I was like, "Yeah." It's like you're gonna want to read Paper Girls. It's really good. I'm like, I mean, it's just about kids about paper routes. It's like read the first issue of Paper Girls. You're gonna love Paper Girls. So I did, and I haven't stopped. It's been like that issue so shout out to whoever was at the comic-con a couple years ago hawking the image stuff you got a reader just by that cell so there you go. shout out to you booth ladies push books and books get read books get read mm-hmm. cool all right i'm gonna definitely have to check out Paper yeah I'm down. all right sounds like a plan um and i think that is tv outside of our Review later by ads. So moving on to comics, we're getting a Joker one-shot book written by John Carpenter. 
kind of excited? Nah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of how I felt. Like, you know, obviously John Carpenter, master of horror and other things. Um, but it's a Joker, and it's a one-shot book. So, you know, you expect spooky, crazy, crazy stuff, but... It's all going to be over in one book, so probably not anything lasting or, you know, life-altering for the DC Universe, basically. Um, technically, it's also being co-written. It's being written with a writer, Anthony Birch, who mm -hmm. I saw, who was the writer of the Borderlands game. Ooh. Yes, and I didn't know if you saw that, Sam, but yes, he was co-writer of the Borderlands 2 game, or writer of it. He's also a writer of Hey Ash, What You Playing what you on playin'? YouTube. Yep, I with his sister. I remember that episode. Yeah. Well, all the episodes, yeah. So um, he's got a good sense of humor, so I assume he's going to bring the funny. And then, oh, apparently this isn't the first time they've collaborated because they've previously collaborated on Boom Studios' Big Trouble in Little China Old Man Jack series. Whoa. So they've worked together before. Um, That's but an this, impressive resume. Yeah. But uh, it's a Year of the Villain concept, which crosses over the main series of the DC Universe. The Joker is waiting for Luca to show up. In a special issue, he'll set out to ensure that he's the worst villain of all unassisted. So, apparently it is actually going to be in continuity. Because mm. it's tying into the Year of the Villain, which is what they're doing in DC Comics right now. Which has some continuity issues. Y yeah. But they've been so good. They've been pretty good so far. So, Batman well, and Joker are like two different places at the same time. Yeah. Well, there's that. Well, John there's Carpenter that. hasn't really done anything in a long time, right? From what I gather. What was the last real movie of. that he made? Was like Ghosts of Mars or something like that? Oh, oh shit. Gosh. Jesus. Ghosts of that? Mars. Yeah. I forgot I about that movie. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the case. I mean, don't quote me on that, but... um. I mean, I feel like he hasn't done much in, in quite some time. And well, I, he's I, old, there's right? been a There's been a lot of good Joker books in the past few years. Yeah. When you think well, about it. I think the, the bar is set pretty high. So, um, I, I mean, I hope he does well. I hope it, I hope it does well. I mean, we'll see. But um, I think he's got his work cut out for him. He's been doing a lot of writing, it seems, for some short films. In the last few years, he's been doing some soundtracks. And as a director, the last couple things he directed were some short films in the last few years. So, yeah, he's been doing a lot of kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. Not a lot of big things, although he's in pre-production of Escape from New York as a producer. And he was an executive producer on Halloween since I guess that was his, you know, way back when. 2018? That one. That's probably why it was so good. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's been doing a lot of uh, soundtrack stuff. And he may have written an episode of Stranger Things, because it shows him as writer, one episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder so, which episode that was. Chapter 7, The Lost Sister, 2017, Writer, The Bank Robbery. Unless okay. there's like a, maybe it was part of the soundtrack, maybe it was a song he wrote for it actually then. That might actually be what he did. 
never figured him for a songwriter, but I'm looking yeah. at the IMD here too. He's and got 61 yeah, he's got credits. Of, yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of credits here. So I guess so. John yeah. Carpenter is a Renaissance man. He's keeping busy. He's keeping busy. I'm moving on. There's going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover comic, and I am excited for that. Do you want to why? know why? Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for that because right now uh, they're at the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Batman crossover comic book right now. They've done two of them before, two miniseries. And right now the third one is ongoing and they've been a lot of fun and it's actually been made into one uh, DC animated film so far. Um, they're just kind of neat characters, I think, to bounce off of people and have interact. Uh, the Batman one currently right now is basically almost like a crisis comic where the Batman's universe and the Teenage Mutant Turtle universe has been merged. So you basically have the new origin that the turtles were pet turtles bought by Batman. The night his parents died and they're walking through the alley and Joe Chill has stolen a delivery truck filled with mutagen and ends up hitting his parents and um, killing Clever. them that Clever. way. The turtles end up falling down the sewer with the mutagen and Bruce, after seeing his parents' dead bodies in front of the truck, ends up stumbling down a manhole and falling down the sewers as well with them only to be found by splinter who raises all of them as his own children wow and then eventually they become like the batman and the ninja turtles who protects their city i like it i like it's it. kind of amazing and the joker awesome. actually becomes uh what's the name of the clan it's not it's not the foot it's like it's something else, but he he basically is known as like the Laughing Man, and he's basically the Shredder, in his own way. I forget what the name of their gang is now. It's called, but um, the Smile Gang, I think, is what it's called. But um, but yeah, basically because the universe emerged, a turtle from another universe comes, like a black and white turtle, like one of the original Ninja Turtles, shows up in this universe, and he's like, "This is all wrong. You guys need to remember your pasts." Krang is the one behind this merging and like you need to fix this but it's like one of the original like literal black and white turtles shows up Raphael and he was the only one who survived like attacking Krang with his brothers to get here yeah. and try to convince them I did hear that they're introducing a female turtle fairly soon and they did. is this it, they did yeah. this is a different, no, different story um, the basic Ninja Turtles oh, series Okay. Yeah, the basic Ninja Turtle series kind of has a whole thing where um, the turtles have kind of almost taken over the Foot Clan or like are now at peace with them because it's not being run out of Shredder. There's like a mutual understanding. But an ally they have in the Foot gets attacked and is dying and they were trying to work with her. And they basically end up giving her a transfusion from one of the turtles' bloods to try to keep her alive so they can get her to the hospital. And the transfusion turns her into a turtle. So it kind of mutates her into a female turtle. So now she's one of the new turtles. This Foot Clan ninja that they worked with. Is she the one that's supposed to be Shredder's daughter? Might be. I can't remember. I, I've been Is reading she, that series she... a little on and off. I haven't been reading that one fully, but I think that could be it. There's a connection there for sure. 
because remember that movie they did that was actually really good the animated movie mm-hmm. she was in that one and that's they they had that kind of weird understanding too because she was running the foot clan and like they came to their help to it may be a different one fighting. this actually may have been shredder's daughter's bodyguard actually i think I think Shredder's daughter is still out there, and I think she she doesn't have much of an understanding with the turtles. I think she's still kind of against them. But I think this may have been her former bodyguard or like her former pupil is the one teamed up with them. Hmm. It's pretty good, but yeah. So I'm kind of interested in the whole Power Rangers turtle thing because, like I said, uh, this is I think Boom Studios or somebody. Um, yeah, it's boom. They they do fun crossover stuff. Like you know, they do like the Ghostbuster crossovers all the time. And right now, the Ghostbusters are crossing over with like Transformers. And what? so there's a yeah, there's a, there's a the second issue I think came out today. And the Transformers, you know, one of them turned themselves into a replica of Ecto One. So there's an Ecto One Transformer right now in the Transformers universe, or okay. in the and the Ghostbusters universe. And the go- thing with the Ghostbusters crossovers, and they've done a ton of these. They stay in continuity. So like. The miniseries will be over, and the Ghostbusters will still make references to shit that happened in another miniseries. So, like, the Ghostbusters have met the Ninja Turtles a few times, and they know they've met the Ninja Turtles. They'll bring it up. And they've also met, like, the Extreme Ghostbusters, and, like, the Lady Ghostbusters, and, like, the Animated Ghostbusters. They know all those are real versions of themselves and their team out there in the universe. So every so often, they'll communicate with them. Or they'll just bring them in if it's like a big deal Ghostbusters like story like this is way too much to handle for our team we have to like call in reinforcements. Yeah, I mean yeah. they've done some amazing things with Power Rangers by by themselves That's as well. It, yeah. I mean like that that storyline that they had with like uh, Lord Darkon. Yeah, um, Evil Tommy. Who yeah, Shattered who was basically was Tommy in the future who basically combined, you know, his Green Ranger powers and his White Ranger powers and, like, he was just this badass and, like, killed all these Rangers. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was pretty um, yeah. pretty dark, actually. Yeah, it was but, pretty great. Um, an epic story. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. So, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Um, let's see, did it say when it was coming out? It's coming out December. December 4th. So it'll be out this year. So you that should be fun. Me, oh, you have made me a fan of Boom Studios very quickly. I'm telling you, you got to go read those Ghostbusters comics. They're some of the, they're like I don't even care if they make a movie. The comics are fantastic, though. The comics totally get the characters and do great stuff with them. So, um, yeah, I would say read it. Wait, can I ask you something? Yeah. Does Boom also make irre- Did it, Boom also make yep. irredeemable? Oh, uh-huh. so then yeah, Boom is awesome. Yep. Irredeemable, Incorruptible—they made all those. So yeah, Boom's Boom's solid. Um, we didn't really have much for games. I know we had something, but we are at 40 minutes now before we stopped. So I'm kind of thinking we jump ahead to Ed's review, which is about One Punch Man. One Punch. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we don't really talk about anime, but. You know, we can. I'm a I'm a I'm a big anime enthusiast, but me too. It's uh oh good, excellent. Um, so there are basically three types of anime. There's like the kind where you get this um, modern day guy who turns to a hero by getting dropped into a fantasy world, and like he becomes. Isakoi. 
yeah, he <laughs> becomes like crazy overpowered and like and and the people of that world like don't understand why he's so strong and like he has to save that realm and stuff like that. There are plenty of animes like that. Um, there's also the one where you have the uh, low on the totem pole type hero where um, he has to work super hard to like become, you know, Hokage or something like that. Um, uh, animes yeah. in which a person wants to be a king of something. So like the yeah, Shaman pretty, King. Pretty much. Pirate King. Yeah. Hokage. Uh, uh, Wizard King and Black exactly. Clover. Every, so be the head of their thing. In that essence, like this era of anime or the era beforehand was kind of boring you know there was really it was the same recycled stuff over and over again what type of anime is the one where the main character's nose erupts blood every time he thinks about tits that's the one i I like i think you're thinking about hentai no i think he's thinking about anime (laughs) okay which one no no, no, no they never stop. actually see nudity, but they always imply it. And oh, then the right, guy right. is always like chased by the woman, but he never oh. actually goes for the woman. But he always wants to, and then his no, head always explodes with blood. So that's more of like anime tropes. And uh, what happened in Noah's blooding thing is kind of like an old wives' tale that if you think of perverted stuff, your blood, you know, when you blush, you kind of bleed a little through your nose. So, like, I a see. running gag in, in a lot of animes has it when something right. kind of sexy happens, they tend to, like, yes. bleed, bleed a little. Yeah, Master Roshi did it all the time in Dragon yeah. Ball, man. Like, yeah. he, was, he had his, like, nudie uh, magazine see, I saw that those he was, like, look like, at. And... Steel Angel Kurumi or Sekirei. Mm hmm. Or Saki Ray. <laughs> you don't watch a lot of anime, anime do you, Andrew? It, it's okay. I'm gonna be it's quiet okay. now. And let you guys talk about this. But um, but you know, it's been the same recycled stuff. Honestly, like you have maybe three genres, period, and that's it. Um, until recently, I mean, like, and One Punch Man has been around for what two years now, uh, Sam? Uh, the three anime, years? the anime, or the manga? Well, the manga has been around for a little for a little while, I but think the anime like five years. The anime, I think, it's only been two. It's been like two years, right? Yeah. And it is so different, so different, and it makes it so interesting. Basically, um, it's about this guy who. Well, it's an. It takes place in a world where there are heroes, and they're all divvied up by classes. Basically, if you're a class S hero, you are the best hero. If you're a class C hero, then you need to work your way up. Right, and they are all—they're all paid through this organization, and uh, they all defend humanity from like monsters or you know evildoers that attack the, the, the cities. Um, but you have this guy named Saitama, who—he's just like a, a career man in Japan, pretty much, right? He—he he hates his job, and I think he gets fired from his job at one point, and he's like walking home. And, like, he gets attacked by a monster. And, like, he's just fed up. And he's, like, fighting this thing. And um, he ends up taking it out. But, like, he makes a promise to himself. Like, I'm going to become a hero. And what he does is he basically does 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups. And he runs, I can't remember how many miles. 10, ten kilometers a ten, day. 10 kilometers. He does this every day. Right for like a couple years, 
three years. And he becomes a god, pretty much, just from doing those exercises. He's okay, like, wait, wait, let me take some notes. What is this? 100 sit-ups, 100 <laughs> push-ups, and 10 miles. Okay, so if I don't want to do 10 miles, 5, and I'll be less of a god, but still. Okay, go on. And, uh, yeah, he becomes unstoppable. Like, he, he destroys things in one punch, right? And the the whole tragic thing about this show is that he's going around and doing this he's saving people and all he wanted to do was become strong but now that he's so strong like he's bored he's bored he's walking around and he's just looking for things to do and there's nothing to challenge him there's always this like crazy enemy that comes out of nowhere and he thinks oh this might be the one and no, takes him out in like one punch, and he's just like, "Well, I did it again." Took him out in one point, one punch, and um, so it's just so interesting because we're so used to watching anime that you have these main characters that are just striving to like get past people that are stronger than them, and then you have this one anime where this guy is just so much stronger than everybody else, right? It's like it's almost like what's the point in watching? Like there's nothing that can touch him, but it's pretty interesting. Um, and this it's it's uh season two just ended and it's on Hulu. It's really good. Definitely check it out, Andrew. It doesn't feel like an I anime. Um, it feels it feels more like an Americanized cartoon the way they do it, especially the the, the hero designs. Well, um, knowing that I won't spend like five episodes watching a guy power up for a fight clearly oh, you he's won't. just going to walk in there and punch them one time it will that's be it. over that's it and the animation for the first season is absolutely over the top you'll enjoy it um it's a spectacle it's really good sounds like a plan uh i just want to set out since i didn't know you were such an anime fan man if you like one punch man i will recommend to you overlord if you haven't seen it oh i've seen it uh, Overlord is fantastic as well. So, what's Overlord the, about? Overlord is basically One Punch Man if the person went bad. See, oh, this right. is a guy who started like this. Is, takes place in an RPG, like a RPG that you can log into, and this person he's been playing as this character and he runs this guild and he's they become one of the most powerful guild in there. But they're closing down the website. They're closing down the game, so they're going to shut it down. So he's saying goodbye to everyone, and he decides he's not going to log out. He's just gonna sit there and just wait till the, right. the thing goes down, and he's just gonna stay in there. And he didn't know what was gonna happen. He just let it. He just said, "Fuck it, let me try this." Because you know he has a very shitty life outside, but he's like a hard, hardcore org gamer, and he's really proud of his guild and really proud of all the powers that he's, he's gained as his character. So when he stays and the game gets shut down, he gets saved into the game. Yeah, he and, gets stuck. Yeah, and he's in the game, and the game is still going technically, and like he's still in the world and everyone still you know sees him so he decides he's just gonna run with it and there's no one in there even close to his power level because just imagine like a max super maxed out character and you did all the quests and you got all the extra items and you've done everything and he's going against like level five people so he just wrecks it's it's again it's that classic trope where you know, you have this guy who's got a shitty life in the real world, and he gets stuck in a fantasy world, but he's, like, way overpowered. Like, no one understands him. There, there's 
there are a couple of animes where there's a guy like that and he's running around with a cell phone in this fantasy realm and people are just like what is that you know what i'm saying like and he uses a cell phone to like you know get by but um this is actually called this is actually a genre in anime called isekai and it's literally yeah, when a right. character from the modern day gets knocked into a fantasy whether it rpg or not like right. some type of fantasy world right this feels like there are too many if they have a word for it there's there's oh. a lot of those <laughs> there's like too, like that, too many of anything that's why i like one punch man it's in its own you know genre it's fantastic also, you will watch One Punch Man for the side characters. Because right. since he's so broken, it's not really fun to watch him fight. But, like, they do really good developing side characters. All the other heroes. Like, he gets, like... And by episode two, he gets, like, a disciple who's, like, Genosuke. And he's, oh, like, my God. Yeah. Cool, cool cyborg guy. And he's, like, super cool. He's got the hair cut. And he's, like, clearly supposed to be, like, the hot throb. And he, like, uses all these, like, cool Iron Man-esque, like, attacks with blasts and stuff like that. And he'll be fighting here, and like he'll be like, "Oh no, what's gonna happen?" And what's, he's a robot, so he gets thrashed. And right. then Saitama, who is One Punch Man, will literally come in there, and he'd be like, "Oh, it's a fly," and just the whole <laughs> person gets splattered. And it's it's the most hilarious. Uh. You get tired of seeing shit like that, and it's the most hilarious thing. And like he'll be like, like he'll get serious and be like, serious style, normal punches. Right, <laughs> like. <laughs> Murder all. Literally, his enemies turn into butter. Like, they just melt. <laughs> like, when he punches them. So, it's, it's crazy. So, do you think they'll ever give him someone he has to punch twice? No. And I think that's a tragic thing about this show. He's, he's literally a god. He's literally a god. Like, th- there was a point in the, in the uh, last episode of the first season... Where he was, he was hit in like to the moon, right? He got launched into the moon, right? And he's on the moon and he's holding his breath, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking back at Earth and then he takes a moon rock and he just like tosses it up. He's like, he thinks to himself, all right, well, I guess I just need to like jump this hard. And he jumps and he, he just, he puts a gigantic crater in the moon. And heads back to Earth. And, like, I'm telling you, I can't see... I think the writer put himself in a corner because I can't... I don't think that works. I can't see how... The Earth is moving. See, here's here's the thing. One, it's an animation. Just let that go, Andrew. Because you're going to hurt yourself if you try to do that. He would just end up in space. You're going to hurt yourself. Uh, Ed... As someone who reads the manga, we are compared comparatively to the episodes that you have. We're well, we probably have two more seasons. Or two, I'm probably like two seasons ahead of you, like season four, that, which hasn't come out yet. No, I'm up to date on the manga too. I do oh. collect them as well. Uh, oh, I, I know okay, perfect. Then never well, mind. Yeah, go for well, it. I want to know. Uh, basically, in the manga, like again, they develop the side characters really well, and they use that to keep the story going. And right. it doesn't get as tired as you would think. They, they space it out really well. They space out things. They make things happen. They make things work. They make it interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, Sam's right. Uh, I mean, if you're going to watch it, you're watching it for the side characters. It At this point, it's no longer Saitama's story. And, um, I mean, it is. Like, he's still kind of the center of it. He's kind of, like, affecting all these other people in a strange way. Like, you know, a lot of these people become heroes because of him. And he unknowingly is helping these guys. But, um, I mean, it's, 
it's boring just watching him run in there and just destroy shit. It really is. He's just unstoppable. Unstoppable. Cool. Alright. One punch, man. Yeah. I am sold. I will have to sit down and watch it. Oh, and if you decide to read it, the uh, the graphics, I mean, the drawing for that is computer generated, and it is crisp. This person, like, he, he kind of is like Warren Ellis in the sense that he makes, like, comics for cinema. Like, he's like cinema-style comics. It is very widescreen. You can see all the explosions and the super speed. It's you just read a couple of the chapters and you'll see what I mean. It's kind of yeah. hard to explain. You're gonna have to read it, but it's read. It's almost written as if it's written for a movie. Cool. All right. Sounds like a plan. Well, I know we had a couple quick things, so we're gonna blow through them so we can end the show. So uh, give me your. Your one sentence reaction to these topics as we go through them. Number one, we gotta wait for Shazam and Black Adam to fight till Shazam number three. Ed? Meh. Sam? It better be worth it. And my reaction will be. It's very quaint that Warner Brothers assumes they're going to get to a third Shazam <laughs> so early in this game. But yeah. Needless to say, I think The Rock is going to end up being Namar and not Black Adam. I think so, too. Moving on. Uh, Sam Raimi is haunted by Spider-Man 4, his unmade Marvel movie. Ed? He thinks about it all the time. It's hard not to, because each summer another Spider-Man movie comes out. My one word is sad. Mm. Sad. After three, it was. I mean, there's no need for a fourth one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Sam. The fact that we have not seen Bruce Campbell as Mysterio is an injustice. Oh, that's a shot at uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Oh, no, it's not shot. Jake Gyllenhaal is a very fine Mysterio. He's a very thing. But Bruce Campbell, they made a payoff for that. He was in all three movies playing three different characters, clearly being the same character. That is such a perfect thing, and they were going to do that. And I'm mad we didn't get that payoff. I'm just mad we can't have Bonesaw come back. Bonesaw is ready. Too soon. Too soon. Uh, my only issue with it is we would have gotten more J.K. Simmons sooner. So, eh, otherwise, we got Mysterio. We got the Vulture. I think we're okay. Until McGuire was, you know, inching up to 40 at that point, probably. So, it was about time. It's okay. Um, we might get a community movie. Sam? Six seasons in a movie. Okay. Ed? Ooh. I mean, is Donald Glover really scrambling to come back to this? Why do I keep asking that? Like, you don't think you come to film for a fucking movie? It's no. a community movie. No. That's like two months. He can write the script for Atlanta while he's in his he's, trailer. He's too busy being awesome. He's not that busy that he can't do Like, he just finished Lion King. He's not that busy. I mean, are the Russo brothers got the time to do a community movie? Nah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> How hard? No, 
I, and I'm being shitty to my own favorite, one of my favorite TV shows. How hard is it to write a movie for Community? Yeah, probably not too hard. I mean, you know, you're not gonna get Chevy Chase. Yeah. Do Do you want Chevy Chase? I mean, he was there. And I mean, is Joel McHale really there. gonna put butts and seats yes. for a Community movie? Yes. Uh, yes. Highly, highly doubt it. It's not Joel McHale that it's the whole package. I mean, he didn't, he didn't put my button seat for Talk Soup when he took it over. Let alone. I love Talk Soup. I did, with John Henson, not Joel McHale. I love Joel McHale. Or Aisha Tyler, but not Joel McHale. Aisha Tyler is, for some reason, I don't like her anything other than Who's Line and Archer. Mm. And she's a great comedian. Yeah. Okay. Community movie. Marvel thought about making Mysterio a scroll. Scroll invasion confirmed. Okay. That would have been cool. Would have been cool. That mm. just means he co- he copied another person who was Mysterio. True. That just that's all True. that means. I think I kind of like the idea that he wasn't because we might get a secret invasion, but with the Kree as the secret invaders as opposed to the scroll. So we get a brand new story in a way. I'm kind of down with that. Um, I can see that. Spider-Man. F- Wait, you know the the mid-credit spoilers, right? Yeah, you knew them. What happens, right, Sam? I knew it before Ed saw the movie. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I'm making sure. So, Spider-Man: Far From Home sets up possible identity crisis. This is the Spider-Man story from way back when, where Spidey is accused of murder, and he takes up four different identities to try to prove his innocence, uh, dressed wow. as four new heroes. While yes. fighting a Rick, bounty Ricochet. for $5 million. It was Ricochet, Prodigy, Dusk, Hornet? and the Hornet. Or something? Yeah, that's what it was. Do we want to see that as a storyline in the next Spider-Man movie? Since they said I, it's going to be something we've never seen before. You know what? Expand the, the, the saga. I mean, like... I would love to see that. I would like to see a live screen, uh, live action Ricochet and while Dusk he's being hunted down by Craven the Hunter. Yes. You think that's yes. too much? No, it's not. That's just enough. I think Overkill it's awesome. Is, Overkill is underrated. We need this. I mean, I could see. I didn't think Craven the Hunter would be there, but I can kind of see him now with that post-credit scene. Like, I will find this killer Spider-Man. Right. This boy, the Peter sons. Parker. Yeah, maybe. And he be his greatest hunt. We'll see. Either that or the Sinister Six. So we'll see. Too um, soon. Maybe. There's about six of them now, roughly. Uh, too soon. Because you'd have to make them work, too, while him also juggling the whole his identity being on the internet. So I feel as though they'll probably be better if like a Spider-Man 4 or some type of crossover movie. True. Right. We'll see. And last... Avengers Endgame theory suggests that old man Steve Rogers was supposed to be Stan Lee. So, uh, quick, quick explanation. The idea that old man Steve Rogers, since he had to go back in time and return a bunch of things to the various points in time in the Marvel Universe, and then basically sat and let time pass him by, that potentially the idea was to have made him look more like Stan Lee at the end, so that you would think, holy shit, every time that we saw Stan Lee pop up somewhere, Anywhere in the universe, it was actually Steve watching from the shadows. Would have been cool, but it would have further convoluted the entire... A little bit. Uh, 
you know, time machine plot point that they had going. I, I had, look, again, it was cool that they had that, but explaining it was the wrong thing to do. Hmm. Because Steve shouldn't have been there. If he went back in time to re- uh, return those stones, he shouldn't have come back in that same timeline. Made no sense whatsoever. Well, they basically said the timelines eventually remerged. You know that he he said everything right, and then eventually the timelines caught up to when he left, and they, you know, they were they converged again. He diverged, then he remerged. It's like a like a like a side ramp on the highway, in like a like a like a, a rest stop. He got off of the rest stop, and then he just hopped back on a little further down the road. That's what he did. Ed's right. This whole thing was piece of shit. Um, they did a shit job of combining the time, and uh, you're just gonna let that rock because it's Marvel, and they gave us pretty much every fan Easter egg that we Good wanted. Yeah. So we wanted it. This would have been the like the s- strawberry on top. This would have rivaled Pixar, Pizza Planet. This would have rivaled it, we'll and see. it would have made me rewatch all the movies to be like, holy shit! You know what? This could actually still work. If he has time travel powers, yes, this could still work. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Because it's coming except out him, by the end of the except, month. Except by him talking to the Watchers. That's the one of the few things that don't work. He had time travel, he had a Tesseract, and he had Thor's hammer. He could hang out and talk to the Watchers for a few minutes. The, well, then we could have had... Oh, God, if Stanley was alive and this actually worked, then we could have had a short where it basically just showed him. It's just like, well, I have a time machine. So I can technically return this whenever I want. So why don't I take it for a spin? Do 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 And you see him just going around yeah. doing stuff. I tell exactly. him time as a janitor, and you see him just sweeping as like yeah. Spider Man shit's happening in the background. I was and working in the strip club. Did it? Did 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 it? I pretend I'm pretending to be Hugh Hef for like a day. Mm-hmm. Hey Hef, <laughs> Tony goes past him. Let me drink some gamma radiation. Yeah. And die. Yeah. Oh, started my. started flirting with some alien Betty's after Peggy died. Exactly. <laughs> see him on can't see him on fucking Xandar. Uh, Xandar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Could have been fun. Yeah. Never know. But I think it's time to call it. So this has been another review zoo podcast. We are an original creation of the Rapture Press Network. I am Andrew McDonald, and again, I was joined by Sam Harper and Ed Gerard. Yes, two host extraordinaire, and again, the the various hand motions of live long and prosper and web shooters. We're gonna get flipping sounds. We're we'll get, we'll get some flipping sounds. sounds. We can get some flips. Um, but yeah, listen to us anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, you can catch us every Friday for take a few days if nothing crazy is happening uh, on anywhere you listen to podcasts or at rapturepress.com or rapture.press um, to find us at our website where we are joined by several other podcasts of awesomeness, which we talked about in the middle of the show in a brief ad as we worked out technical issues. So like I said, thank you guys for listening, um, and we'll see you next week.